Can We Have It All, a business and lifestyle podcast for women solopreneurs and small business owners, inspiring you to build the business you truly want to with tips and insights to help you flourish. Infused with positive psychology and digital marketing, Can We Have It All is the reality behind my business alongside real life conversations with inspirational women who are building their own vision of success. Hosted by me, Hollywood, aka The Flourish Mentor and Coach. Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast after a kind of unprompted hiatus um, because how long were the Easter holidays for one and it's been a bit of a hectic couple of months between me being really poorly, the kids having chicken pox and then going into the Easter holidays. So I'm sorry that there has not been the regular episode that there usually is but thank you for finding me and for joining me here today. This is Can We Have It All, a podcast for women solopreneurs where we talk about business, strategy, digital marketing, mindset and a bit of lifestyle thrown in there as well. And today I want to get onto something that I ran a in-person, oh my goodness, an in-person strategy day last week and I did this talk with a bunch of amazing women entrepreneurs and I thought actually I should talk about it on the podcast too. But just to kind of go back there on the event, oh my goodness, it was so lovely to run something in person again. For those of you who don't know me or have only kind of come into my world since the pandemic, I used to be an events organiser. I used to be a wedding planner. That was always my kind of happy place, zone of genius, if you will. And when I started my own business, events was always a key thread. You know, I used to run meetups, workshops, cinema seminars, seminars, but even award ceremonies. And I've really realised since the pandemic, when I kind of untrained myself out of all of that, because none of that could happen, that I've been missing it. I've really been missing it. And it's a huge part of me being in my flow. It's a huge part of me leaning into my strengths. Um, And although, you know, the pandemic has led me to developing my business in other ways which I absolutely love and certain parts of that I will never go back on I do feel like I need a bit of a happy hybrid approach in my life now and last week I hosted an in-person event for some of my Flourish members and my one-to-one clients here in Manchester and we had people travel from all over the country to join us um, at the wonderful Six and Flow offices. Shout out to my hubby and his agency for lending us their incredible offices in North Manchester in Ancoats. Um, we just had the best day. So we spent about five hours together um, getting to know each other in person. I mean, we've got to know each other so well virtually. I mean, this is a real testament to the community that I've built in Flourish because these gals were like pals even through the screen Um, but being able to actually physically chat and hug each other and squeeze each other just kind of cemented that next level relationship and we did a wonderful arty um, activity to kind of break the ice, not that any ice needed to be broken. We were already chewing each other's ears off by that point. But to kind of get us into flow, to take our minds off our businesses for a while and to do something a little bit different. And that was led by wonderful Sally Marshall, Sally Marshall Art on Instagram, who um, 
yeah, we did some tote bag painting, which was really good fun for our brands. Then we ate the most delicious food, courtesy of Nibble and Q. Thank you very much, who is also a Flourish member. And we then moved into this session, which was a masterclass on scaling and the things we need to consider because I don't know about you, but that word is out there, floating out there constantly in the ether if you are an entrepreneur. So we did a masterclass and a discussion on that before tying up the day with some Prosecco and some oil blending, courtesy of Denny Solaster Rising, another flourisher and one of my clients who just really helped us um, bring it all together <clears throat> with an aspect of wellness and well-being and it really just was the perfect day and the perfect event so there'll be more of those so if you're not on my mailing list get on it um because I'll be kind of doing more of these events and inviting people um within and with and outside of my network too so back to the subject in hand and something that I would like to talk about today and that is the notion of scaling um as I said I feel like there's a lot of chat out there particularly in the social media world about needing to scale and you know a lot of rhetoric about oh, scaling your business scaling your business are you ready to scale you need to scale we all need to scale we need to be six seven figures and and you know so on and so forth but what I think there isn't a lot of rhetoric about is the actual depth behind it, what scaling actually means and whether scaling is right for us and the things that we need to consider. So that's what I want to talk to you about today in this really nice, hopefully kind of um, bite-sized chunk of listening in your earlobes today. Um, and I hope it might just give you a little bit of food for thought because it certainly did us last week in um, the event. So you might be listening to this thinking, I have no idea how to scale my business or if I even want to or if I need to. Or you might be thinking, OK, I've started scaling or I think I'm ready to scale, but I'm feeling quite overwhelmed and I'm freaking out a bit. Or maybe you're listening and you're already scaling and you're absolutely flourishing. Can't wait to see where it takes you, ringing in the money and loving it. Either way, I think it's worth listening into this because there'll be a learning curve for you, I am sure, a little nugget that you'll be able to take away with you. But the first thing I wanted to talk about is what scaling actually means. Because often the words growth and scaling can kind of be blurred and blended into one and, and used interchangeably. And actually, I think it's really important that we understand what kind of separates and defines those two things. So growth is, you know, as business owners, is largely to kind of encapsulate increasing revenue. So growing your income in some way, um, but it might also be growing in size, you know, growing a team or widening your products or the services you have on, on offer. That's all kind of examples of growth as a business. Scaling is essentially putting things in place to facilitate more exponential growth. So putting those processes or systems in place that allows that growth to continue quicker, um, bigger, and ideally without a significant kind of impact and increase on cost. Um, what I do want to say here is don't expect 
to sustain constant growth within a business. There are very few businesses that are on a trajectory that points straight up, you know, or if you're on a graph, up and right. It it doesn't work like that. And I think if that's the kind of rhetoric that you've been hearing, I just want to invite you to kind of know that most of us have a very zigzaggy graph when it comes to growth and there will always be plateaus there will always be dips and I think that's a very normal part of business Um, and it's very important that we share that because we can often feel like if we're not growing then we're failing and that is absolutely not true. So I want to talk you through today five things that I want you to consider when it comes to what scaling your business basically and the first one is doing your numbers. So I really want you to ask yourself, do you understand your P&L? Now, if you're sat there going, what's a P&L? You might not understand it. <laughs> I know that was me for years. Or maybe you call it something else. But your P&L is essentially your profit and loss. So your profit margins, your conversion rates, your customer acquisition costs, your life- lifetime customer value, all of these metrics as a business owner at some level, you need to be able to understand and you need to have a good holding of. Now I wanna throw in a disclaimer here because I am shit with numbers. I'm not an accountant. Finance is my weak point when it comes to business and so I bring in people to help me and advise me on that and to manage it for me. Um, But I do have an overall view on my P&L. Like I know which areas of my business are profitable. I know which channels of income are doing the best at any time. I know what my outgoings are and I know what my net profit is as well as my gross profit. And I think that's something that you really need to understand when you're considering scaling. And I would also say you need to understand and have a good hold on what your business is projected to to turn over in the next six to 12 months. I think if you're a solopreneur like me, chances are you don't need to look much beyond that because you're building, you're growing, you're doing a lot of things yourself. Um, But you do need to be able to project a little bit forward to have an understanding of where costs might increase, where they might drop, where income might increase and where it might drop. And, you know, I want you to have a look at where you might be able to identify places that you can cut or consolidate costs and what new costs would be involved in scaling. So what things you would need to bring into your business to actually enable that growth and to enable that trajectory. Chances are there will be an initial investment. And if you don't have a good um, hold on your numbers and a good understanding, then you won't know whether you can actually sustain and support that scaling and that level of growth. So know your numbers. If you don't, get a good accountant and ideally get an accountant that specialises in small businesses or independent businesses because it may not look or share the same models as some more established businesses or, you know, agency models, for example. So really kind of find an accountant that gets it. The second thing I want you to consider when it comes to scaling is your processes and you need to be reviewing them regularly. So things like what systems you're using, what apps or tools or platforms you currently utilize to run your business. And that can look like anything. It could be your photo editing apps for your content, you know, Canva. It could be your CRM. It could be your um, client onboarding platform, something like ClickUp, for instance. You need to have a good handle on what processes you actually need to run your business. 
Because again, if you're anything like me, you may well have subscribed to a shit ton of apps and a shit ton of like subscriptions and um, platforms and tools that actually you don't use, let alone need. And so I would say to put in the diary, maybe once a quarter to review all of that and to cut the chaff. So anything that you're not using, don't need, isn't an absolute essential, cut it. Because you really want to be streamlining those processes when it comes to considering growth and scaling. So another thing to really reflect on here is whether your processes are actually documented. So if you're somebody that's guilty of having everything up in your head, then you need to be getting it down onto paper. And if it's not on paper, it needs to be online. You know, I would say you need to be documenting procedures, even as a company of one, you need to be able to um, clearly show how you do everything in your business. And somebody, my lovely client Jules mentioned last week, and it was really great um, kind of putting it into context, that if you do anything in your business more than once, it has a process and you need to be documenting that. So any actions that you repeat in your business need to have a system documented. So really kind of um, consider that. And another thing to consider when it comes to reviewing your processes, as a solopreneur, you need to be really aware of what parts of your business get you in flow. Which bits do you love? Which bits are you utilising your strengths? Because it's those bits that you'll want to lean into and make sure that you're managing when it comes to scaling. And if there are other bits, like for me, the numbers, that don't bring you joy, are not in your genius zone, then that's something you want to be considering bringing in a process or bringing in an external help when it comes to scaling. Because you can't scale something that you hate to do, okay? Or something that is just a massive chore or that you're not hugely knowledgeable in. You need to accept that you might have to bring in some support. The third thing I want you to think about when it comes to scaling is do you need help? So ask yourself these questions. Who or what might help you with scaling? So we've just talked about processes and maybe introducing some systems, some tools, some platforms, some tech. So that might be the thing that that supports your scaling. Or do you need to bring someone into the business? Do you need a VA? Do you need an assistant? Do you need a partner? Maybe a business partner? Do you need staff? Do you need people to implement the things that it takes to allow you to scale? And if we hark back to point one, your numbers can you afford that help and that support? And harping back to point two, your processes, do you have time to train or onboard support if it involves someone physically? You know, and I think it's really, again, important here to think about the big picture. So what is the big picture for your business and your role within it? Are you someone that sees yourself in your business till the end of time? Do you want to be there? front-facing, client-facing, forward-facing, whatever that might look like? Or do you see yourself actually maybe in five, ten years' time stepping back and having somebody else run it? I'm not saying all these questions need to be answered or even the answer needs to be cemented for life, but kind of asking yourself those questions and and kind of really visualising where you think you want to be. Do you want it to be an empire with hundreds of, of staff? 
do you always want to be a company of one? I think once you can kind of start to identify those thoughts, thought patterns, you'll be able to identify where and how you need to bring in help. The fourth and arguably the most important one uh, that I want you to think about today when it comes to scaling is why. Why are you scaling? What or who are you scaling for? You know, are you scaling because you know your numbers, you know your processes, you know your business is ready for it and you want that? Or are you scaling because somebody's told you you should be? Are you scaling because all the reels that Instagram serves you at the moment is talking about six, seven, eight, nine, ten figure businesses? Are you scaling because you think that's what's expected of you? So really kind of sit with yourself and figure out, do you actually want to be scaling? Do you need to be? Is your business a success to you? What's your vision of success? You might be somebody that works for yourself because you've always wanted to work three days a week, earn enough money to pay the bills and go on nice long holidays without anybody, you know, relying on you. Now that might look like earning two grand a month for some, it might look like earning five grand or one grand a month. Whatever that looks like, that is that person's vision of success. Now somebody else might think, no, I wanna be a multimillionaire, I wanna run an empire that changes the world, I want to be working all hours that God sends me because I'm so about this. That's a completely different vision of success. Neither are wrong, okay? Both of them are right for that person. And I think it's really important at any, you know, for any part of being an entrepreneur, a solopreneur particularly, is getting in tune with your vision of success. And know that that vision might change. You know, your motivations, your reasons why will likely develop and they may well pivot and they may well change entirely and that is okay too but if you're not regularly checking in with yourself then how are you ever going to make decisions on your business to take you forward towards that vision of success okay so I really want you to think about why are you scaling what do you want your business and your best possible entrepreneurial self to look like and I've talked about this before, I'm sure, on the podcast, but an activity that I love to do with my clients, a little bit based in positive psychology, is a visualisation. And I do it kind of a guided visualisation with my clients. But you can do this by yourself and it's just closing your eyes, getting into a really nice, calm, kind of meditative state and visualising what your perfect average day would look like inside your business. And this isn't like, you know, sat with Richard Branson on Necker Island kind of just won the lottery vibes. This is like your average day. When you wake up on a Wednesday, when you've nailed your business, what happens? What does that day look like? And when you can do that, it really kind of helps you identify your vision of success and kind of your why behind it. So it's really important to reconnect with that regularly. And the final thing that I think we all need to consider when we are thinking about scaling or whether we want to scale our businesses is whether our well-being is in check because you know we've talked about the physical aspects of scaling the processes the systems the bringing other people in but have we talked about the mental impact and the impact on our mental health on our well-being on our physical health too so 
it's really important when you embark on any part of entrepreneurship, but particularly growth and particularly scaling, that you have things in place that keeps your well-being in check. So are you putting yourself first regularly? And you have to be honest with yourself. How much time are you dedicating to your personal well-being? Do you even have a good understanding of well-being? So many people don't. You know, we might think it means, I don't know, going to bed early, but hey-ho, we rarely do that because we've got loads of work to do or we've got kids that keep us up. But well-being is so much more than that. There are so many pillars to it and it can be the smallest little thing that you can tweak in your daily routine that can really help you flourish and can really help keep that positive mindset on track. So it's really important to kind of understand what good well-being means and what it might look like for you because again, it looks different to everyone. For some, it might be waking up every morning and doing yoga or going for a run. For some, it might be nurturing themselves with an amazing dinner at the end of each day. You know, well-being doesn't have to look the same for everybody, but you need to be addressing the different pillars of it. And that's something I'll talk about in another podcast, actually. Um, But, you know, ask yourself those questions and do you need support when it comes to your well-being? Um, Because, like, I would always suggest reaching out for support in business, in marketing, um, you know, in any areas of your entrepreneurial life, whether that's a coach or a mentor, I would also recommend doing that for yourself and your wellness as well and kind of leaning um, into being able to ask for that support. And that final kind of question, which again, we should be asking ourselves regularly, is am I happy? You know, on a scale of one to 10, it could be as simple as that. Right now, today, on a scale of one to 10, how happy am I? And again, there's no right or wrong. You need to be able to ask yourself these questions with no judgment. Like some days, coming out of the pandemic, you know, coming out of lockdown or geez, coming out of the back of Easter, I might be like, I'm a two or a three today. And you know, that might change to an eight or a nine the next day. But it's important to really keep checking in on that and kind of factor and be able to self reflect um, on the reasons why you may or may not be scoring what you're scoring. So that's it in a nutshell. Okay, I could talk about each of these areas Um, till the cows come home and I won't do that today because I want to keep these fairly succinct for you but hopefully that's getting the cogs turning in your head when it comes to scaling you know those are the things that you need to be sitting down with yourself with your partner with your you know team with a coach with a mentor and really figuring out is this for you and is it for you for the right reasons So I'd love to hear what you think and whether these are things you've considered or, you know, share with me your scaling stories. I'd love that because I can always share them on the podcast as well. So send me a DM on Insta. That's the best way to get me. Um, Or you can email me at flourish at holly-wood.co.uk because I always love to hear when people have listened. It's really hard to know who's listening and what content is landing. So please do share that. Um, with me if this has kind of resonated or you know given you some food for thought in any way and one thing I'd love to finish today's episode on because I'm super excited and energized by the fact that I am currently looking for women to join my beta flourish mastermind Um, and this is going to be a space purely for strategy, accountability and momentum for women who want to move to the next level, whatever that level might look like in their business. 
I've been talking about it on social media all week because I'm looking for 10 women to join on this steal of a rate. It's a fraction of what it will cost when it's launched publicly and it's a fraction of what it costs to work with me one-to-one but it's the best way that I have figured out I can work as closely to support and mentor and coach women as possible without it being in that one-to-one space. So I've been talking about it all week. I'm calling out for 10 women. Five women have already answered that call and are joining me inside the mastermind. So there are five spaces left. And if you're listening to this and it's still April or early May, you may be able to nab yourself one of those spaces in the beta round. Um, If that sounds like you and you want to know a bit more, just send me a DM on Instagram. Um, My Instagram is at underscore Holly Goes Lightly old blogger name, don't ask. Um, Send me a DM with the word mastermind and I'll be happy to tell you more. But this is going to be awesome. And the women inside are going to see some serious results. So yeah, slide into my DMs if you're curious about that. And that is all for this week. I hope you have a wonderful, productive, flourishing week ahead of you um, and see you same time next week. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you found something useful and inspiring, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review and a rating because it really helps other people hear this podcast too. And if you'd like to submit a question or a topic for discussion, then just send me an email. Find me and my business information, including how to join my growing online community of entrepreneurs and content creators, over on holly-wood.co.uk or over on Instagram. All the details about how to contact me and find me and follow me are in the show notes. Thank you. Have a fab week.